Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here with another edition of Full Measure After Hours. And today, I'm very excited because we're going to talk to you about the examination of a U.S. border, a southern border, that you probably haven't given much thought to. And like our southern border with Mexico, it is the target of nonstop efforts by drug traffickers and human smugglers and possibly even terrorists. But this U.S. border is in the Caribbean. And with me is the incredible Daniel Steinberger, producer extraordinaire. Great to be with you again. Happy New Year. Yes, who also joined me on our trip to Puerto Rico, which is where this U.S. southern border is in the Caribbean. And really, I, I've been to the border numerous times over the years to cover border issues. Had you, you've been there with me once. Had you been there before? No, I hadn't, yeah. So of all these times, you know, I'm hyper-focused on the drugs and illegal immigration and issues, but I had never really thought about the Puerto Rican border, Puerto Rico being a U.S. territory. But an acquaintance of mine said, who had worked in this arena, said, why don't you go down there? You'll be amazed at what's going on. And it was really eye-opening, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. And, uh, and obviously, being a territory, our U.S. Customs and Border Protection um, have a presence there and are the, um, you know, they're protecting the U.S. border. And this is sort of the last line or first line of defense, depending on how you look at it. And if you can get past uh, Customs and Border Protection um, there with drugs, um, it's pretty much smooth sailing. I mean, obviously there's TSA, but they're not, their main purpose is not looking for drugs necessarily. So, um, yeah, it was really eye-opening. Uh, we, we All right, so it. let me explain a little bit. The territory of Puerto Rico is about the size of Connecticut. And how far did we say it is from the U.S. mainland, yeah, like Florida? It's, a, it's about 1,000 miles away. From okay, the but it's only 80 miles from the Dominican Republic in Haiti across this little spatch of water that they call the Mona Passage. But more importantly, perhaps, as they showed us, it's a straight shot from Venezuela and Colombia. So if you're moving drugs, as they do, from Venezuela and Colombia, Puerto Rico is you know, kind of on the way to the United States, and it is technically in the United States because it's a territory. So if they can sneak in there, there are no more border checks after Puerto Rico. They can fly on a domestic flight and not go through special checks. They can, you know, go on a boat and not go through special checks. So that's why it's sort of this golden spot. They can get in Puerto Rico. They're home free, like you were saying. Yeah, and so as part of our trip, we we did a, we did a number of things. We started uh, we started at a ferry, um, and it's a ferry ride that comes in, I think, once a day um, from the Dominican Republic, um, or, th- I or three leave- times three times a week. Yeah, and when you say ferry, let me just say, this is a giant, giant like cruise ship looking kind of yeah. boat. It carries cars and people sleep there. Hundreds yeah. of passengers, maybe even over a thousand passengers yeah. at one time, coming in. Yes, from this foreign country into the U.S., so they have checks here at this ferry port that we, we visited. Yeah, so they check them, they check their cars, they go through x-rays, 
They go, there are um, you know drug sniffing dogs. They're just regular hand checks of baggage. Um, they look at all the baggage through different X-rays. Different. They look at the cargo. And um, when we were there, we um, we saw a bust. Um, there was somebody trying to get uh, a bunch of heroin through um, into the United States, and it was like wrapped in plastic inside, like the wheel. I guess the wheel, the wheel. I think batters. they called it the brake drums or yeah. something of the wheels of a. Of a van. Van, yeah. Um, and, and I'm not sure who... Th- I thought this was interesting. They said this vehicle had been coming in. In other words, some guy brings this vehicle over from time to time. So they had their eye on it. And then all of a sudden, this one time, maybe he was trying to see how the operation worked, there's drugs in it. And they, I think they suspected something and took a look. And then the dog, once they put the canine unit around it, he definitely seemed to Yeah, smell and then they something. got it up on a forklift, and then they tested... They, they figure it out. They test the drugs. Um, and it was, it was six pounds of heroin valued at $162,000 yeah. just in one little um, yeah, rear brake drum of this van. You're right. And, and they had seen this van previously. Um, you know, I don't know. Whether, they don't know if, whether it was a dry run or not. But, um, and, they were, and they had noticed, I think, that there was a false compartment in, in the back of a seat. Um, but there wasn't anything in there that time, but at least that was like a tip-off that this is something that could be funny with this van. And so some of the busts just recently that they found there, for example, 311 pounds of cocaine were hidden in this giant tank or tank, or I don't know what you call it, the thing that goes on the back of a truck. Um, They were shaped into 122 bricks. They've had the border dogs find boxes from Columbia labeled red roses, like giant boxes of those, but they contain cocaine, $700,000 worth. They found coke hidden in shampoo bottles. They found drugs inside these dry erase markers. They look like a normal magic marker, but when you unscrew them and open them up, there's drugs inside. So there's all kinds of ways. You, can't, you can imagine as much as they try to inspect, they can't catch everything through these inspections. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's remarkable the creativity in some ways yeah. that, some, uh, that, um, that are being used here. All right, let's talk about the human smuggling, because in addition to the drugs, again, there are illegal immigrants coming in. There are poor people coming from these poor countries that are taken advantage of by human smugglers. They pay them. And then we were told, in fact, we took a helicopter ride and a boat ride to see some of these remote islands outside the main island of Puerto Rico that are still considered U.S. territory, where smugglers, they go out there and you know, make money drops and transfer drugs, but they also sometimes just drop these poor illegal immigrants on these remote, like, desert islands where those immigrants then hope somebody comes along and picks them up because there's nothing there, just craggy cliff lines, and, you know, it's a pretty terrible situation. It's pretty, but, yeah, but it's not, not, a, not a good place to want to be dropped. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And then, so another thing we got to do, um, and you can look at this after, what is this Sunday coming up date? 
Today January 5th. January 5th. After January 5th, if you want to see some of these videos for a story that we did, you can watch there. But we had some at fullmeasure.news for a story we did because we got some videos of these um, surveillance operations from the air that Border Patrol conducts. So they fly over in helicopters and airplanes and they can see these boats coming from places loaded and overloaded sometimes with illegal immigrants, loaded with drugs. They have these high-speed ocean or sea chases. It's pretty, pretty interesting how much action is there. And I might mention, which was kind of interesting, we went on a plane surveillance with Border Patrol. What was it called? A Dash yeah, 8? Yeah, Dash 8 turboprop plane. So we're, we're expecting this routine operation. And we do. We spot a suspect boat. I think it was coming off the Dominican Republic. So we were going to check it out and, you know, videotape anything that we found. But something really scary happened. Yeah, I guess there was a mechanical function. Yeah, I guess there was. um, No, not to make light of it, but I guess it it happens more often than we learned it happens more often than I think the pilots would like. But the operation just in general is amazing. They have retrofitted these planes um, obviously, pilots in the front, but in the back, they have two guys um, on computers with navigation systems and looking at video feeds at the at the uh, where the cam- they have cameras on the bottom of the plane um, and and basically filming um, what they're what's below and they're able to spot little boats in the dark in the middle of the night. Um, along the motor yes. passage. So I might add, we went up at nighttime. Right. We waited till was it 10, 11 o'clock at night? Yeah. So it's pitch black. Yeah, it was pitch black, and, 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 and the technology that they have is, is amazing. I mean, they're, they're out there you know, looking for these little boats or, or whatever. I mean, whatever, whatever might be coming across. So there we are, me and Daniel and our photographer, Brian Barr, and we're listening in happily because I can't remember, was I wearing headsets? How are we hearing? We were hearing yeah, the we radio could hear, chatter. we could hear the pilots. Now, I'm, I will tell you, sometimes I've been on flights with the military and they don't want you to listen in on the chatter, but they were letting us listen in. And all of a sudden I start hearing like obscenities and concern and I'm like, what is happening? And they, they sound more and more worried because first they thought the autopilot was out, which it was, but there were a lot of other problems. And what happened was we ended up having to burn off some fuel, stay very close to the shoreline or go close to the Puerto Rican coast, and then land. And as Daniel said, one reason this is relevant other than the fact that we, we felt like our lives were temporarily in danger was they say, you know, they, they could use better equipment, they could use better maintenance. They have shortages of a lot of the stuff that they need down there. It's not that uncommon for their gear or their, you know, airplanes to have issues like this. So... That was instructive in of itself. And then in the end, I would say my reflection of the trip to Puerto Rico was it is um, very challenging like our southern border, but in a different way because they're looking at an invisible line in the ocean. I mean, you know you know where our border is, even if it's not marked with a fence, our border with Mexico. But there, there isn't even sort of a, a little line or fence. It's just invisible sea. And it also extends out. They patrol many thousands of square miles with a fairly small force. So, And not just around Puerto Rico. That's that same team um, or the same larger team also uh, patrols the U.S. Virgin yes, Islands, right. um, which is also an issue. So. Okay, before we close, I want to say one thing about, you know, everybody was so welcoming to let us see the operation. And that kind of access, believe it or not, is not very easy to get. I had a contact. Daniel did a great job setting everything up. 
The one glitch we had was with the Postal Service because we were set up to go there. Border Patrol has a Customs and Border Protection has an operation there because a lot of stuff is mailed in. It's a numbers game. They can mail a lot of drugs and a lot of contraband in, and some of it will get caught, but some of it won't. So we go to this big postal facility that couldn't have been nicer, the Customs and Border Protection people, and we're set up to go look at the screening situation. And what happens? I guess the Postal Service didn't like that we, we were there. Right. Um, so we're asked to leave. I mean, yeah. they were not nice, they were not helpful, and they didn't want us there. So we didn't get to do that part of our shoot because the U.S. Postal Service demanded that we leave yeah. the premises. I guess there's, 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 we like to talk about PR people or people that help the, me, the media and they're people that get it and don't get it. Yeah. I'm not sure they, they got it. Yeah, because so. that would have... It I, was really easy for them. It would have only up. helped right, for us to story. be able to talk about the efforts they have. There was really, I see no downside. How often do you get the chance for the press to come in and say, we're not looking for a scandal. We just want to see what's really happening. But I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. It was, it was a little odd. <laughs> So, um, again, if you want to see more on the story, fullmeasure.news, you can watch the replay of our TV show cover story where we talk about and show a lot of this stuff. But um, anything else you want to say? No, great to be with you again. Hey, had you been to Puerto Rico before? I had been to Puerto Rico before, yes. Me too. It, it is a wonderful place. You know, yeah. you've heard about the hurricanes and the problem. They do have a lot of issues, but it still is a really beautiful slice yeah. of paradise. And, and I'm coming back, thankfully, from the hurricane. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, leave a comment, like it, share it with your friends, and consider subscribing to the Cheryl Ackeson podcast and Full Measure After Hours. Those are two of my podcasts. You can listen to them on iTunes or your favorite distributor, or visit CherylAckeson.com and just look at the podcast tab. You can listen to them right there. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself. Thanks for listening.